It's called wokeness, and it's a plague. A plague that places tyranny before freedom, criminality over virtue, and hate over love. It's a plague that threatens what millions have died for. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. We will fight it. We will defeat it. We will eradicate it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the least woke man in America. Hello, everyone, from the least woke man in America, and thank you for joining me in our continued fight against what I call Praghelia, the progressive utopia, the meatless, gunless, crime-ridden, abortion-filled hellhole the woke progressive left continues to want to create in the United States of America, which, as I always say, we can see miniature versions of across the United States. New York City, Chicago, Philadelphia, L.A., San Francisco, you name it. High crime, high taxes, people aren't safe, rights reduced for law-abiding citizens. It's just a mess. And all of us have to play a role in not allowing the rest of the country to become these bastions, like these bastions the left is so proud of. So my first story to talk about is, do we have another Hunter's laptop situation evolving? And what I mean by that is this. I really believe, I firmly believe, and I'm sure many of you do as well, especially if you watch the real financial experts, the honest financial experts, which means for the most part you stay away from CNBC and you definitely don't listen to anybody from the Biden administration when it comes to the economy. If you're one of those people, you know we are gearing up towards a very, very tough slowdown, a tough stock market, and a major recession. Uh, this talk over the last uh year or so, six months to a year, soft landing, hard landing, are we going to have a recession, are we not going to have a recession? Folks, it's economic male practice. Anyone knows this. Now, I, I uh, sometimes these online losers attack me, oh, what do you know? I, I, I normally don't bring this up, this up, this, this up on the podcast. I'm a former certified public accountant, I'm a former certified financial planner, I'm not saying I'm a know-it-all, and God knows in that industry, the know-it-all scared me to death because there's so many variables, but I do have a background in this stuff, and it's not good. The sad part is the people with the most experience in situations like this should be adding the most value because they've studied it, they've seen it before, can at least give a roadmap to everybody else as far as what's ahead and how we can get through it. But with the abject lying taking place, you're, you're left on your own to figure out who's telling the truth. Well, the economic uh, news is rough. And yes, I, I do believe the desire to suppress this, just like Hunter's laptop leading up to election. It's almost like deja vu. Here we are. We're at September 25th. The November, the election's coming up in November. Well, it's only about six weeks away. Within October, like a lot of people, I think you're going to see some real big layoff news. Uh, you're going to see a down stock market. Even in good years, October is the worst market for the stock market. And God only knows what little package the mainstream media, the corporate media will put around that. And what you, you know, all, all of you know, I call it dummy food. 
where they just throw something out there. It's big corporation profits create inflation or just whatever. It's billionaires and the dummies are, 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 are just like seals being fed at SeaWorld. Just eat it right up. So, I mean, believe it or not, the same people who created Russia, 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 while at the same time suppressing the Hunter Laptop story, who uh, don't mind canceling people, ruining people's careers, support mail-in voting, vote, vote, fight voter ID. You're not going to believe this, but those same people, yes, would be willing to suppress important economic news and economic realities in order for the Democrats to win the mid midterms. Yeah, you're probably not going to be shocked for me to tell you that. So, again, your only hope is listen to people who actually care and tell you the truth, which excludes anybody from the Joe Biden administration. So, I have a story here from the Wall Street Journal, and I mentioned before on a prior podcast about what I call the possible upcoming winter from hell. I mean, the most important paragraph uh, right here in the article, business surveys Friday showed economic activity in Europe declined sharply in September, highlighting how growth outside the U.S. has also been knocked off course. Meanwhile, the U.S. dollars, dollars experience a once-in-a-generation rally that threatens to worsen the slowdown in global growth and effectively export inflation around the globe. So this is this is really bad. The uh, You'd be a fool to think, you know, if you look what's going on in Russia right now, he's literally rounding up people, men out of coal mines, just grabbing people and throwing them in buses to take them to the front lines in Ukraine. Uh, this is people they've shot, sent missiles into hospitals and other facilities, civilians' facilities. You're naive and foolish to think he doesn't have what it takes as far as a psychopath to shut the uh, fuel off to Europe in the middle of the winter. And that is going to be the nail in the coffin for all of this. As many of you know, I pointed out last week, FedEx, which I call the canary in the coal mine, said they have greatly, greatly reduced their 2023 sales forecast. That is huge. They see their, their, their shuttering planes, closing five corporate offices. This is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, global shipper and distribution company in the world. When their CEO talks, you need to listen. As, you, as I said before, of course, Bloomberg comes out and says, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a economic problem. It's a FedEx problem. Okay. Bloomberg, of course. Everybody else agrees. CEO of FedEx, even Jim Cramer, the man who wanted the U.S. military to force people to get vaccines, could see that this is a huge deal with FedEx. Uh, Gap has laid off 500 people. So there's massive layoffs coming. Um, and it's sad. I mean, the only good thing, people getting laid off are people who actually are willing to go to work. They're not bedroom zombies, as I call them. The kids nowadays just hide in their bedrooms on their iPads, playing video games and doing porn and taking anxiety pills and everything else. So these are people willing to work, and maybe they can fill in some of the spots in what I call critical and essential industries where you can't get stuff fixed, where you're waiting months to go to the doctor, months to get your car fixed, months to take your animal to the vet or get worked on the dentist, short staff, can't find anybody. Uh, part of that is daycare centers. Daycare centers can't find anybody. So someone gets laid off at the Gap, which sales exploded with the fake printed money. Now maybe they can work at a daycare center, alleviate that, and in a way that might help things. But overall, it is not a good picture. And I have mentioned this before. I think it's smart if people evaluate this, if hold off on major purchases to the extent possible, trade try to pay down debt to the extent possible. And uh, that's the best I can tell you. I mean, I just think if you don't have a super secure job, you're a, a fool's errand right now.
if you go out and spend uh, you know five grand at a zero turn lawnmower or at a vacation somewhere uh, because we could be heading off a cliff here. And I am not one of these doomsday people. If I thought it was just going to be a mild recession, I'd, even with a Democrat in charge, I would say it's going to be a mild recession. But there is just the fundamentals here. If you look at the globe, if you look at Europe especially, a China, the debt bomb in China, something is cooking beneath the surface. And if I end up being wrong, then so be it. But then, at least unlike the people in the Biden administration, I'll have peace of mind that it was at least telling what I thought was the truth. Because the sad part is ja ja um, Janet Yellen and the rest of these people, they know we are going to go into a major recession. That's the sick, twisted part of all this, like everything else they do. They're, they're not foolish. They know there's a huge mess cooking behind the scenes, and they're refusing to tell anyone. So, folks, not trying to scare you, but, I mean, what other choice do we have? I mean, we can't be like uh, the like I always talk about, the positive thinking Hallmark Channel. I mean, all those things are great to some extent, but the reality of human nature shows tough times do happen. And the wisest thing to do is just prepare uh, and know it's just the nature of human existence, like I always say, to meet and face challenges and to grow. So I hope you enjoyed that segment. I will be right back with more of The Least Woke Man in America. Just when you think the sick, twisted, woke, gender-bending left can't outdo themselves, they surprise us once again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this segment of The Least Woke Man in America. And I got to talk to you about a story I would have never dreamed of 20 years ago. Well, this whole situation with the gender changes, the puberty blockers, the gender dysphoria, who could have ever thought of this? So I'm going to be reading a lot in this segment. Don't get bored, but I mean, I just think credit, I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, because Matt Walsh, uh, the podcaster who works for Ben Shapiro in the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's outfit, broke this story about Vanderbilt University. It's so disturbing. This is from The Federalist. Since 2018, Vanderbilt University Medical Center has unabashedly promoted chemical castration and genital mutilation for minors. Now, the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh exposed how the Nashville-based facility began performing irreversible, keyword irreversible, procedures, masses, gender-affirming care on kids in 2018. That's how long this has gone on. And a big moneymaker. Folks, you understand this? Secondary education, Vanderbilt University, the most loving and open-minded and enlightened among all of us, are doing irreversible surgeries, making profits. You know those things we always hear about with big arm oil, big pharmaceutical, big tobacco, big defense? Well, they're making profits on changing minors' gender and performing irreversible procedures on them. This is insane. Okay, so... And this, wait, there's people that you mentioned Trump's name, meltdown. You mentioned you voted for Trump, meltdown. You mentioned anything. You mentioned uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned, meltdown. Abortion, meltdown. You mentioned this. Eh, oh, that's not good. That's not right. I mean, not that that's, uh, but, the, but the level of intensity is nowhere where it should to be. It, it, it's time for people to stop being wishy-washy uh, in, in these it, when it comes to certain ca uh, categories of news events, of stories, of situations like this one. If you want to be wishy-washy as far as how much we spend on military defense, that's fine. If you want to be wishy-washy as far as labor rules, that's fine. If you want to be wishy-washy as far as how much land the federal government turns in the parks and whether or not they have the right to do it, 
I get it. There should be no wishy-washiness when it comes to this gender stuff. It's sick, it's twisted, it's abnormal. Just like in my podcast a long time ago, I talked about Ron DeSantis, how he shut down those freaks who are trying to, you know, public school teachers trying to talk to six-year-olds about their gender identity. And the freaking dummy food group turned it into don't say gay. It had nothing to do with being gay. We're talking, and they remember that? They look in the video, gay, gay, gay. They make Twitter videos of them of themselves saying gay they look so foolish so this is a black and white evil situation there's no ambiguity and so um and the crazy part is you know um the federalist so matt walsh to his credit broke this uh the podcaster and there's so many things that are amazing about this but one of them is this ellen clayton who works for vanderbilt university uh she said a video was shared by wall showing Vanderbilt health law expert, Dr. Ellen Clayton, stating that doctors who refuse to provide body mutilating surgeries, in parentheses, removing breast and genitals, due to their religious beliefs, will face consequences. And this, this is, as someone who lives in New York, I can't tell you how disturbing this is for me, because I don't know if it's true or maybe what's far-fetched, but when you're in a deep blue state like I do, you always assume the more conservative states are kind of like the last bastion to prevent this type of stuff from happening. And then you look at Tennessee and the Bible, well, even though, yes, of course, within Tennessee, Vanderbilt is super liberal. Uh, so, uh, you know, I understand these things can happen in red states. But this defiance of this Ellen Clayton, if you're Christian and you don't want to mutilate someone's genitals, you will face consequences. It does not get any scarier than that. And remember, these are the people who in their own minds are protecting our democracy from the fascist mutilating genitals, human experimentation. Does that sound familiar to anyone from Oahu? I say, oh, I don't know, 80 years ago on a different continent that starts with an E. Oh, my God. So, Walsh says in, a, uh, in his blog, my team and I have been investigating the transgender clinic at Vanderbilt here in Nashville. Vanderbilt drugs, chemically castrates, and performs double mastectomies on minors. But it gets worse. Here's what we found. Let's start at the beginning, and he goes through it. But um, on minors, folks, they, they can't, some of these people aren't old enough to get a driver's license or vote. But they're allowing them to change their genitals. And gender aside, what's taking place with a lot of these kids? Maybe they have low self-esteem. Maybe they suffer from depression. Maybe they're going through a phase in life. I mean, before this, I had always been told by the mental health community, you know, all types of hormones and emotions are taking place at that age, those teenage years, um, mood swings, minor depression, sometimes severe depression, and they need to go see a therapist or talk to, you know, adults. Now we've turned that into the possibility, just a phase they're going through into permanent, uh, irreversible surgeries that in this case, Vanderbilt, it could not be more clear, is making a lot of money off. And then there's even this buddy program, and that's why I want to share with you in the little time I have left here that Welsh talks about, where they literally, uh, the trans buddy program, uh, listen to this, this is part of the Federalist article that included... The trans buddy program, which pairs vulnerable kids with transgender activists who, in Walsh's words, evaluate the, quote, doctors to guard against unsafe behaviors such as misgendering. So, 
and, and Walsh says here, Vanderbilt makes their trans buddy program available to children, too. They make lots of, quote, services available to children, moneymaker, including chemical castration, though at some point in the last month they removed explicit omission of this fact from their website. So when Walsh broke this, they scrubbed their website. Gee, okay, so maybe it's not this benign, little friendly, enlightened, uh, we're, we can see stuff nobody else can see, we're smarter than everybody else procedure, after all, if they scrubbed their website. So it's up to the rest of us. I know as con this society continues to degenerate. We'll see more of this. But passivity, uh, being passive is completely unacceptable. The brakes have to be put when it comes to this gender stuff or terrible things are going to happen. Okay, so the New York Attorney General created yet another fake case against Donald Trump being covered by the fake news. Hello, everybody. I am the least woke man in America, and this week we had a real doozy by Letitia James, the woke attorney general for New York State. You know, I thought to myself, she's in a great position if you think about it. She has unlimited resources at her disposal to go after Trump because in New York State, there is practically no prosecution towards criminals. So it frees up so many resources for someone like her who is a completely unjust, completely biased, completely ambition and race-ridden uh, narrative to fulfill to go after the Trump family. And so this was a real beauty. It's one of those situations where I heard the news and instantaneously I, I'm in this tortured position where I can see right through it but I can also see why they do it and why it's so effective. Because in my own situation, because I have a financial services background, and because a lot of you, I live in the real world, in two seconds I knew the whole thing was a sham, which I'll get to. But on the other hand, people without that background, or who are just completely, purely emotional, it becomes again, dummy food for the morons. And on Twitter, I've seen it with my own eyes, they jump all over it without knowing how stupid they sound. And the, word, the key word there is stupid. And I, you, you might laugh, but you don't go far with a stupid society. So Letitia James, um, this is from the Wall Street Journal editorial board, Letitia James versus the Trump uh, family. Um, New York's attorney general found her defendants first then looked for evidence to charge them with something. And that, and, and what the New York uh, Wall Street Journal here is doing to their credit, they're, uh, they're kind of uh, using Joseph Stalin's old saying, show me the man and I'll find you the crime. That's what's taking place here. I'm not kidding you folks. That's how sick this is. This is Soviet-style, Cuban-style, create-a-crime type stuff going on. And thank God we at least have some safeguards still in place for the time being, to somewhat rein in somewhere like yourself. And that, where I'm going with that is, with all this talk in the media, all this talk in the mainstream news, just complete, endless fodder this created, especially in the New York Times, MSNBC, CNN, and the normal suspects. What they do, they get revved up, and your freaking short-haired, overweight aunt who's driving in her little Prius with her, uh, you know, uh, coexist bumper stickers all over the place. <laughs> we got him. We got She's all excited. She never recovered from her divorce 20 years ago, so now Trump is getting it all thrown at him, and that's, she doesn't realize that's what's taking place, but the rest of us do. And anyway, and she's all excited, and oh, wow, wow, and, 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 and they don't even know how this really works because there's two things going on here. One, 
It's a civil case. It's not a criminal case. And attorneys always go with a civil case when they don't have jack squat to prosecute someone as far as evidence. The standards are lower. Uh, what's it in the uh, civil trials? You have to have you know uh, criminals beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, in civil, it's a greater preponderance. So uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. You and, and criminal is a big deal. There's a really high bar to set, is what I'm saying, to prosecute someone criminally. So if you don't have it, you go the civil route. And frankly, I don't. She's not even going to get that. And I'll tell you why. Okay. They made it out to be in this whole thing that Donald Trump and his family members, kids, of course, they grabbed them and sucked them in. You know, the, you know, the same people who say nothing about Hunter Biden. Now he's on water slimes, naked water slides with hookers. I don't know if you saw that. So they claim that Donald Trump and his family pulled numbers out of their rear end, used those valuations, ran to Wall Street banks, which could not be more scrupulous, and uh, got hundreds of millions of dollars of loans. Folks, you know from going to get a loan on your uh, car at a local credit union how much work it is. They need to see the title. They look up the Kelly Blue Book value, whatever valuation. If you go to get a house, you get an independent appraisal if it's a single-family house. Wall Street banks do not operate like that when they do major commercial real estate loans. They have accountants, attorneys, CPAs. I used to do it myself. Paying, they're paying thousands of dollars per hour to do the due diligence to make sure the buildings are worth what they say they're worth. It does not, you don't just write a fraudulent number down, run to a major Wall Street bank and get some loan. That's the way they made this all sound to be. And again, if you know better, like I do and a lot of you do, you realize how stupid and insulting the entire thing is. Uh, this has nothing to do with Tisha James. We know we've been told there are some decisions that need to stay between a woman and her doctor. Well, there's some decisions that need to stay between a businessman and his banker. And that's what took place here. This has nothing to do with Letitia James. If, you know, uh, to give a bad loan is career suicide in the banking world, especially the Wall Street world. If the loan goes bad, you look like a fool. So they do all types of due diligence. They'll spend millions of dollars just on the due diligence before they give the loan out. They don't go by what Trump, Trump could have done loans for 30 years with one bank. On year 31, they're still doing due diligence to make sure if they ever have to take that piece of property back, that it's not their loan that they gave the person isn't 20, 30% more than what the loan is. And so this is one example as we continue to regress into a hyper-emotional society where the real story here, which is important to the idiots, is that you got the black, swashbuckling, provoke attorney general going after the white, male, democracy-destroying billionaire who was a product of white privilege. Justice means nothing to these little people who supposedly came out of their mother's womb, like I always say, well, you know, the genes, a big J instead of a little J, because they're just that justice-oriented. This isn't just, this is a farce. This is third world banana republic justice, which is we continue to give a middle finger to rational thinking and real truth and instead create our own truth. You're going to have to expect more of this. And the problem is people are going to be less likely to take risk who actually have money because you don't know if you're going to end up like Donald Trump with some race-oriented, career-oriented politician trying to ruin your career. It's not worth the risk for most people, and the rest of us will pay the price. So, again, everybody, I hope you like this uh, segment, and I will be, be back with more of the Least Woke Man in America.
the Biden administration and the woke left the leave Native Americans stunned. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the final episode of The Least Woke Man in America. I have to share this with you. I'm laughing. I probably shouldn't be. One, because it's bad for all of us, because we do need more fossil fuel, and bad for the Native Americans, because it squandered a money-making opportunity for them. So there's a Navajo Indians out in New Mexico wanted to get uh, lease land for fossil fuel production. First of all, I can't even believe they have to get approval for that. I thought they were sovereign nations. So they go to get approval, which probably stunned leftists, right? Because in their minds, Native Americans are one more group of victims that they're supposed to, you know, that they're all in cahoots with, and they're like this big victimhood brotherhood fighting against people who look like myself, and capitalists, and Republicans, and yada yada. So they were probably stunned when the Native Americans said, yeah, we want to lease our land and make money. We want to lease our land to the fossil fuel companies for oil and natural gas exploration. So it was turned down. It was turned down by the Biden administration. It was all so crazy to me. And so um, despite heavy opposition, this is from Fox News, from local indigenous leaders, Interior Secretary Deb Halen, herself Native American, of Native American heritage is expected to finalize a rule banning oil and gas leasing near the Native American historical site uh, in, in New Mexico. Now, Miss Holland cited environmental concerns and the rich cultural legacy of the region. So her and the Biden administration decided that because of a cultural rich uh, nature of this group, which they're not part of, that group is not allowed to, the Navajos are not allowed to make any money or lease their land. I mean, this has such a feel of Martha's Vineyard to me. It's like, we love illegal immigration, but we don't want any of them around us. We love little victimhood and sad Native Americans who've been destroyed by the big scary white man, which in some cases was true, who in their minds is, of course, Republicans and rich people and fossil fuel companies. So we feel sorry for them, but oh, by the way, you're not allowed to make money off your land because of its cultural, your cultural history is there. There is, is everybody picking up what I'm talking about here? There is just a level of condescension that is beyond uh, comprehension, especially when you look at what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. Now Putin is calling up reserves. That could go on for years. Is there any more important time for us to be establishing now? Because you don't, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, this stuff takes years to develop. If anything, if anybody was playing with a full deck of cards in this group, which obviously they're not, you would be uh, fast-tracking on this. Like we had Operation Warp Speed for the vaccine. Why do we not have Operation Warp Speed for fossil fuel production? Does not mean we have to flush uh, wind and solar down the toilet. So I don't want anybody, everybody to start crying. Oh, my God, psychopath. What about wind and solar? No, we can still do wind and solar. But in the meantime, given that we have a real psychopath in Moscow trying to invade Ukraine, probably going to shut the oil and gas off to Europe in the middle of the winter. Instead of fast-tracking everything, they're not even allowing Native Americans to get natural gas and oil out of their own land. Can you imagine if a Republican president... Think about, think about if Donald Trump 
the white male Republican who was born into money told Native Americans, you are not allowed to uh, lease your land to the federal government for oil and natural gas. What would the reaction have been? So it's just, it's just I, don't, I don't think the Native Americans probably even knew what hit them because in their own mind, the Democrats have always been their buddies because Democrats love victims and Native Americans, they put the victim status on them and they're all in cahoots together, like I said. And then, oh, by the way, you're not allowed to do it. You know, <laughs> the, you know the, the, the left, the level of real empathy they have towards minorities and people like this, I, I, the, I, the only thing that comes to mind is a little girl with her doll or people when they go in a pet store and see the little doggies behind the glass. <laughs> it's that shallow. It's like they want to grab the Native Americans and say, don't you understand? You, you can't make money. Your entire purpose in this universe, like all minorities, is to make us feel better about ourselves for being your savior because you're the victim. Who in the hell do you think you are anyway? It's just so, it, there's no thinking behind any of this. There's no real caring about other people. And I mean, they're probably just baffled that the Native Americans actually wanted to lease their land in the first place because they, you know, thinking about, oh, you know, only until the last tree is dead we'll find out we can't eat money or some you know that saying that they love to pass around or whatever because you know because you know how it works right now as we speak there's some doctor in the philadelphia suburbs knocking down seven hundred thousand dollars a year driving around in a lexus with a nine dollar coffee and because he votes democratic and it's a hybrid lexus he thinks he's down with the struggle with the native americans and then all of a sudden they say no, we want to make some money, at least in our land. It's like, what? It's almost like a you have two career-oriented women, and one admits she's you know against abortion, pro-life, and the other one is just, what? Don't you understand how this works? So, I, I don't know. I wanted to end the show on a positive note, and I heard about this, and I'm like, it's, I tell you, it's just like, Mark, it's a pathological... You know, like some people are pathological liars where they literally don't know how sick and twisted their thinking is and their lying is. Pathologically arrogant. We love immigrants. Get them out of Martha's Vineyard. We love Native Americans until they go to make money with land that's supposed to be theirs. Um, how much of a we're the ones who are meant to oversee everything ego do you have to have for that type of thinking? Just amazing to me. Well, that's this episode. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Take care of yourselves. I am the least woke man in America.